you struggling to make your first 100K or next? Are you pretending you're successful, but barely getting by? Are you tired of comparing yourself to millionaires and billionaires who make it look so easy? Welcome to First 100K, the number one entrepreneur voice in America. I talk about the important things that no one else is talking about, like how to make your first $100,000, because I believe this is where 90% of entrepreneurs get stuck. And I tackle the mental game of entrepreneurship that we all secretly struggle with but won't admit. My guests are successful entrepreneurs who share their mistakes, their number one fears, their daily habits, and their superpowers that push them over the 100K mark. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a 10-time failed entrepreneur and the owner of two co-working spaces here in Tampa, Florida. This show was created for you the entrepreneur who's pushing to break through the elusive 100K milestone. Wherever you are in your business, you're just 100K away. Do you wish growing a business was easier? Are you feeling frustrated that it's taking so long to make your first 100K? I used to feel the same way until I discovered the one thing that was missing. It wasn't more marketing tips or strategies. It wasn't reading more business books and it wasn't learning more stuff. I could show you what's holding you back and blocking your success if you like. Typical side effects include higher income, peace of mind, loving relationships, real connection with God, freedom from addictions, purpose, fulfillment, and a brand new lifestyle. It all starts by scheduling a spiritual clarity call with me to get clarity on what you want right now in your life and to see if we wanna to work together. Visit josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities to learn more. That's josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities. Today, my featured guest is Brian Cohen. You can find him at bestpageforward.net. That's bestpageforward.net. He is a two-time USA Today bestselling author. Brian Cohen loves keeping up with the publishing world through the Sell More Book Show. That's his podcast. As the CEO of Best Page Forward, Brian and his team have written over 2,000 book descriptions, and Brian's books have sold over 100,000 copies. In the publishing world, if it's not 100,000 copies or more, you don't exist. True <laughs> or true? All right, Brian Cohen, welcome to the show. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, my friend. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it, Joseph. This is fun. Uh, gaps, I would say that that covers, you know, as your podcast philosophy, that covers the beyond where the scope of your show is. It doesn't necessarily hit up the beginnings, which started with blogging for me, uh, went into realizing, hey, if I spent all this time writing blog posts, I could put those same blog posts into a book, same content, put it out there, and it was right around the dawn of self-publishing, which is a wonderful thing. And that was kind of the beginnings of realizing I like writing and I like helping other authors do well with their books too. And so I, I'm just trying to think like, as we were talking before, 
trying to think, all right, well, where was the first hundred exactly? Like what portions of things came in? And while- Before you go there, let me pause you because I'm gonna guide you through this, okay? Oh, I'm excited, you're right. You I have me. a process, let me, brother. Let me I have a process, just like any good business. Okay, so first off, uh, share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. I definitely, spent the beginnings of my post-college life trying to be funny through comedy, through improv, through uh, a national TV appearance on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. And I really, I really enjoyed that a lot, but it, it's difficult sometimes to, through comedy, unless you are the top percent of the top percent to get on a stage in front of the amount of people you'd want to get on a stage in front of. And so I think that through all of the funny stuff, I've definitely enjoyed education a slight bit more, being able to teach people a slight bit more. Mm, I really like that. And I, I never knew that about you, right? So I think there's a lot of talent in that area, like you're saying, at the top. And yes. you gotta be the best of the best, meaning you gotta put in the hours, the work, the sweat to really compete at that level of the game. And then the question is, how much do I want this? Mm -hmm. do, I, do I want it more than that guy who's putting in like 100 hours a freaking week to mastering his craft? Mm -hmm. And sometimes it could be more of a hobby. It's like, I really love doing this, I'm great at it, but I don't actually, like that's not my one thing. Yeah. Was that the case for you? Yeah, it absolutely was. I think that like a lot of people, I project out three, five years thinking if I keep doing this, what's the path going to be? Mm. And I could see the path basically going in a circle with uh, doing shows in bars and uh, just basically continuing to entertain the same 20 people who are ordering a pitcher. It, it wasn't where I wanted to be. I love that you did that, that you visualized, hey, what is, I'm on this road. What can I anticipate going forward? Is it at what I actually want? Startup Nation, have you done that yet? This is great wisdom nugget right from Brian here. If you haven't done this yet, do it now. Like your business, your thing, is it the thing that's going to keep you happy five to 10 years out from it? from now. Now you may say, no, it's not. And I'm totally fine with that, but I'm gonna do it for the next five years and I'm gonna make a lot of money off it. And then I'm gonna pivot to the next thing. Totally fine. But really get what you're getting into so that you don't end up disappointed, like false expectations, etc. All right. So Brian, let's get into this. All right. Um, my audience loves context. So let's give them some context, right? Let's talk money. How much gross revenue did your business do in the past 12 months, approximately. Okay, so uh, gross revenue, it was around $360,000. And uh, do, do you want the uh, the other number? <laughs> oh, sure, you wanna go net? Give me some net. What yeah, the, the, home, baby? the net was right around that hundred, $105,000 for the net. You know what? You're the first guest to ever go there. Yeah. Like, I, I love it. I love it. So Startup Nation, how cool is Brian right now for sharing that? He's like, hey, listen, last year in the past 12 months, I grossed $360,000. Congratulations. That's freaking awesome. 
Thank you. And after all my expenses, what did I actually take home? Because that's all that really matters. I took home $100,000, $105,000. That's what business looks like. So really great job there. Awesome. What do you, uh, what's your goal for the next 12 months? What are you on track for? Uh, well, I think it, it's interesting because I, I love money just as much as anybody else does. I think this year the focus is to maintain while reducing number of hours that I am driving myself insane. Okay, got it. So you're searching, what I'm hearing you say, you're searching for time freedom. That's your goal mm -hmm. for this year. Mm -hmm. Got it. And awesome. RAM, mental RAM. Mental RAM, like capacity? Mm -hmm. My processing power not being overwhelmed by being on the front lines in my business as opposed to being uh, in a comfortable seat far, far beyond where the dragons can reach, all of that stuff. Got it. Okay. So Startup Nation, let me fill in the gaps here for you because you can't see Brian right here visually like I can. I'm, I'm, I'm on a video chat with him and Brian showed up to his interview with these uh, wrist wraps around, <laughs> you know, both of his arms. And I'm like, dude, what's going on with that? And Brian, what did you say? I said, it's my carpal tunnel wrist guards from writing too hard, writing too fast, working too many hours. All right. So Startup Nation, is that you? Do you got wrist guards in other areas of your life, in your other areas of your body? Look how, you know, I just went all like deep for a second. But you get the point, Startup Nation. Are you working too many hours? Because you can be making $360,000 per year like Brian, but still stuck in a little bit of a, a rat race your own that you created, right? You created possibly your own job, your own J-O-B. Now, Ryan, I'm not discrediting you at all. I think you're in a freaking fantastic place right now to get intentional, mm -hmm. right? And, and I think you've done that and you're saying, hey, Joseph, this year I'm going for, I, I made the money. That was, that was the goal to get over 100K. I hit 200K, I hit 300K. Now this year I'm shifting my intention and saying, okay, I got the money coming in. Now I want time freedom. Mm -hmm. And when you get that, bro, you win. Like you I win, agree. right? And then I'm very <laughs> blessed because I have that. So I can speak from that side of the desk, right? Like my previous uh, co-working businesses, I was working two hours a week on two businesses. Like that was it. And then doing my podcast and other stuff and making the money. Now I just sold both those businesses. So now I work zero hours a week, right? In that business. But I podcast, you know, two days a week, which is like two hours of my life. Yeah. But I have time freedom. So I could just say from one exit, maybe past you right now, dude, that's an awesome intention for this year. And, and like chase it, get it, yeah. you will. And it's freaking wonderful. So great job with that. All right, let's get into it. What are your top three tips or strategies that you used in the publishing world, self-publishing world, book writing world uh, to make your first 100K? What can you tell my listener right now? And they don't have to be in book publishing or being an author life or anything like that. They could be doing some totally different uh, vertical of business, but they can apply these tips, these strategies to their business to really make their 100K. So what are your top three tips or strategies for them to make their first 100K in the next 12 months? Something I like to tell people in my current business that was very different than nine, 10 years ago was that your data tells a story. And it's easy to be collecting data from things like 
Google Analytics or your Facebook ads or whatever. And so many people have this data and then completely ignore it. When I was starting my blog, this was way back in 2008, I think uh, just for a fun detail, I started the blog, hit publish, while I was working at a temp job, Christmas week, at some company, I don't even know what it was, I was running the phones on Christmas week, had the downtime, hit publish on the blog right then. But when I was starting my blog, I could see there were certain articles on there, certain posts that were getting more traffic than others. So I basically decided to 100x that and write 100 posts related to that topic. Those posts later became my first book. And so if I hadn't listened to the story that my data was telling me, I would have missed that opportunity, would have missed all sorts of opportunities later in my career. Got it. So what's that, what's that tip you want to tell my listener right now for your first tip? Go. Your data tells a story, pay attention to it. Mm. So what does that look like? Like, what do they do with it, right? They're, they have Google Analytics plugged in. It's pulling data. They're not even checking it. Like, what are you telling them to do? Like, what do they do when they, they press uh, pause on this, this uh, podcast right now? You want to go look at your, your info, wherever you're collecting it from. And this could be maybe you have 100 email subscribers. It's easy to send them a little survey. It's easy to connect with them even on a one-on-one -on -one basis and ask people what they want or look at your collected data and use that to determine what are people, what of the content that I'm producing do people actually seem interested in based on numbers, based on what people have actually said. Because it's easy, the old Stephen Covey going up the tree in the wrong jungle sort of thing. You, you need to know what direction you're heading in based on the numbers. Love it. All right. What's your number two tip or strategy for Startup Nation? Number two tip, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You can emulate what other people in your niche are doing. The first few courses that I put out, online courses that I put out, were basically following in the footsteps of other people in my niche, other content creators, to the point that we were all friends and we were all connecting over email, weren't thinking about competition or anything. I just asked them questions. What were they doing? How could I help them? How could they help me? And uh, I just think that if I had tried to do it all on my own without connecting with those people, without trying to follow their steps, I would have had, it would have taken a lot longer and I probably would have performed much more poorly. Mm, I get that. The last guest I had on this show, we spoke about the number one reason why small businesses fail is not because of lack of funding, et cetera. It's because of isolation. Mm -hmm. It's because they're trying to go it alone. They're not plugged in. They're not reaching out. They're not asking for help. So I really like that number two, emulate or model success in your niche, Startup Nation. Number three, what's your top tip or strategy, Brian? Number three is sometimes you may be sitting on your best idea and not seeing it. Maybe it's subconscious, maybe it's uh, 
just kind of hiding out there for someone else to see. And when you get to connect with other like-minded people, like in a mastermind group or at a conference or whatnot, talk about your business, talk about yourself. And as in my case, a member of my mastermind group said, Brian, you're doing all this freelance writing on the side to make ends meet. You're doing this blog and a podcast for authors. How about you start your business where you do freelance writing for authors? And I said, I never would have seen that on my own. I had a sales page up within the next uh, week. And before I knew it, I was running with this idea that was in plain sight. I couldn't see it. But thank goodness for my friend in my mastermind who was able to pick that out of the ether. I like that. And I think I, I attempted to do that when we first got on, when you were talking about uh, the post mm -hmm. that you just did, right? And I said, dude, this is like a whole thing there. You could start a new show all mm -hmm. about that because that's a whole deep vertical, very uh, specific, right? So that's pretty cool. All right, so Startup Nation, let's break this down. Brian's top three tips or strategies. Number one, your data tells a story. Act upon what's working and lose what's not. Like simple, let's just cut right to it. Number two, Brian says emulate or model success in your niche. Ask people, hey, how can I help you? What are you doing that, that's working? How are you winning? Here's what's winning for me, start with you. Put yourself out there they're less likely to see you as a competitor if you start giving to them. And then number three, Brian says, is ask others to identify your blind spots or what you're not seeing, what, what you're missing. Like what, do you, what is the gold you're sitting on right now and you're just not connecting it together? Like Brian shared his story. So Brian, brilliant, love those three, awesome job. So we're speaking with Brian Cohen. You can find him at bestpageforward.net. That's Brian Cohen at bestpageforward.net forward.net. Brian, let's get into the big picture, the mental game of entrepreneurship. Why do you think 90% of entrepreneurs are struggling to make their first 100K in your opinion? I think that it's difficult to see beyond the now. It's hard because you've got a lot of emotions in the now. You're looking at your bank statement. You're looking at your kids and sending them to school and uh, however many years, or if you're in my case, sending your kid to daycare, which is its own uh, price tag. And you see that now, and it's difficult to kind of project beyond. And I think that in my life, whenever I have looked at goals, whenever I've done practices like visualizing what's going to happen in the future, I never regret that time spent. I really, I really don't. And you forget about it. Look, I'm sure you've dealt with this, Joseph. I, I've dealt with it. Just you, you get stuck in your routine, your ideas of the way things work. And then you forget about that kind of fun, forward thinking that inspires all of this excitement. And we need that time, probably every day, if not every day, at least squeezing it in 6 a.m. when no one's up in the house on the weekend squeeze that time in, write it down, picture it in your head, do whatever you have to do. Most entrepreneurs either never make the time for that or they forget to make it a regular practice. I couldn't agree more. I think you nailed it. Like we don't take time to just sit and reflect on, hey, how's it going? 
Like, is this what I really want? Is it still what I want? Right. Just asking yourself those questions. Hey, what's working? What's not working? Um, and, and I think someone said it uh, quite clearly to me, which is your brain. Uh, it's easy for you to see what you can lose. It's really difficult for you to see what you can gain. Mm, right. That and that's too. why our brain lets go of it so quickly after you mm -hmm. visualize and, and it lights you up. You're inspired. You got tingles. You're like, oh, man, that'd be amazing. What if? And then the next day you're like, yeah, but does it make money? Let me get back to the things that actually make money, right? And you go back to playing small and just the rat race you've created for yourself. So I really get that. All right, what was, what's the number one daily habit you've applied? Maybe it wasn't daily, maybe it was weekly or monthly uh, for you to really build your client list, build your customers, build your profits. I think that trying to figure out daily, I don't know, weekly, I'll definitely say, I think that trying to figure out the biggest contribution I could make to, uh, to my niche authors, to their lives. And for me, that was figuring out what are they missing? What are they spending too much time on? What is getting in their way? And as in any niche, there's a ton of podcasts and videos and, and, and whatnot. But there wasn't really in the author world somewhere where someone would put all that together in a nice bundled up package for other people to hear or watch or read. And so when I created my podcast, The Sell More Books Show, we decided we're going to cover tips and news every week. So we're, we're shooting ourselves in the foot a little bit by saying, all right, well, our listenability four weeks ago, you're not necessarily going to want to listen to our show four weeks ago because that's old news. This week is what happened? Mm. What got released? What's new? And I had a friend reach out to me recently. We're on episode 276 this week, I believe. So 276 consecutive weeks that we've done the show. And I had a friend reach out to me. Thank you. Thank you. I'm getting a big thumbs up here. Uh, I, I had a friend reach out to me and say, Brian, I'm like overwhelmed with the author podcast lately. I kicked all of them out except for yours. I feel like yours is the one I need to listen to every week. And I get comments like that all the time. And I think it shows that we're still uh, finding new people, connecting with new people. Some of them are becoming customers. Some of them might not be customers till 2023, but we are giving them what they need to keep up with the industry, to succeed in the now, and we're always trying to make it better, make it stronger for them, and be freaking consistent at this, you know, five plus years now of us doing it. Startup Nation, what I'm hearing from Brian is be relevant and be consistent. That's your win right there. Be relevant to your audience and then be consistent with your content. Anything uh, show up for you in that, Brian? Anything you want to add to that? No, I, I definitely agree. And, and I think I'll add one more thing. Be relevant, be consistent, be unique. Because there were other podcasts that tried to do this. They couldn't keep up because it's a, it's a pain. <laughs> it's a real pain to go out and collect new stuff every week. It's, I'm not going to say what you do is easy, Joseph. I'm not. But 
you know, you get some questions together, you ask some, some variation of the question to the same people, and I'm sure you mix it up, but every week it's new for us. Every week we're trying to find new stuff and it's very challenging, but people see that challenge. And so by being unique, we have gotten a foothold over some of the other uh, podcasts in our so let me let me be the first to acknowledge you today uh, about that because uh, I had to make that choice when I started this show. Do I want it to be a uh, content show or do I want it to be an interview show? Right, those mm-hmm. are the two types of podcasts out there. And I started with a content show. I'm like, I'm a creative guy. I could do this, no problem. I got through 39 episodes and then I ran out. Mm-hmm. I had no more content and I was bored. And I was like, that's it. I'm doing interviews. I don't want to sit there and have to come up with content every single day like you do. So yeah. I acknowledge you because <laughs> that's a beast. That's a beast to do that. So Startup Nation, you know, I just want to say that to Brian, right? And, and really get that both work. Choose which one works for you. That's the key. All right, Brian, we're moving, man. We're grooving. We're running out of time. You know how this works. So welcome to the hustle round. This is where I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. What's your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur? Freedom. Freedom. What's your least favorite thing? Working 60 plus hours some weeks. Got it, but not, a, not this year, buddy. This year's the day. Freedom, baby. What are you most afraid of? Afraid of screwing up several months in a row and not having enough money to pay the bills. Got that. What did you spend way too much time doing your first year in this business? Working on the front lines, not finding a system to get other people to take some of the work off my plate so that I didn't have to do it all myself. Did you hear that startup nation? I think Brian's speaking to you. (laughs) What secret fear do you have about people? I, I have a fear that they're not going to like me. I think that people often do when they get to know me, but I definitely have that fear. You, you even feel it in the gut just talking about it. The worry that people don't like me or they're saying bad things about me behind my back, that sort of thing. Well, Brian, let me reassure you, I like you. Thank you for that. You're welcome. All right, what do you wish you had learned sooner in business? I think learning that there are very capable people out there that you can work with. Not everybody. You're going to run into people that you try to work with. It doesn't work out. But there are people who are exceptional at what they do. And if you can even get 80% of the quality that you had produced yourself, usually you're going to be in pretty good shape. Awesome. What's a new habit you want to form? I'm right now... I'm going through uh, John Lee Dumas's mastery journal, getting that discipline and focus. And so right now, that is my, that, that is the habit I am trying to create. Love it. What's a bad habit you want to break? I would like to get my eating under control. I think that I know what has worked with me in the past, and it's a matter of not being willing to commit fully to counting my Weight Watcher points, et cetera. But I do know that if I do that, 
my health will be in better shape. Mm, got that. Pick three words to describe who you are now. Mm, motivated. Uh, forward thinking. And happy. Like it. And pick three words to describe who you were uh, your first year in this business. Overworked. Stressed. And hopeful. Got it. Cool. And last question. If you could come back to life after you died, look your family and friends in the eye and give them only one piece of advice. What would you say to them? I would say keep an open mind. There are certain things you're doing that could be done better or in a way that makes you happier. So leave yourself open to possibility. And when you see something that might work better than what you're doing, give it a shot. Got it. Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about making their first $100,000 this year in the next 12 months? The toughest thing is to stay consistent with your practices. We already talked about it, but I think that uh, some advice I got not too long ago, which is it's okay to miss a day. Don't miss two. Get right back into it. Don't give up. Get right back into it. Don't beat yourself up too much and get back to business. I think that's fantastic advice because two days in the mental side comes in, right? And all the doubt, the worries, insecurity, and then you fall into the trap. All right. What's the best way for a startup nation to get in touch with you, Brian? You can find me at bestpageforward.net. If you have tried your hand in the publishing world, but your book isn't getting into anybody's view, then we'll help you out. We'll write a good new description, some ads for you, get you to connect with your target readers, your target customers, so that you can hit your first 100K. All right, Startup Nation, go find Brian Cohen at bestpageforward.net, bestpageforward.net. Startup Nation, do you love listening to the show? Do you love guests like Brian that I bring on that share the top three tips or strategies that you can deploy into your business today and make your first 100K? If you do, share the show with people you love. Subscribe to the show if you haven't. Write a five-star review. Write it about Brian. Don't write it about me. Write about him, how he showed up today and contributed to your life. Also, I want to put out there for any of my listeners that are doing well in business, maybe you hit your first 100K, maybe you hit your, your second, your third, your fourth, maybe you're doing a million, you're winning in business, but along the, the way, you sacrificed other areas of your life, right, to get there. Maybe you're disconnected from your kids or you're headed into an expensive divorce. That's what I do. I do, I offer, I have a spiritual coaching business and I'd like to invite you to jump on a spiritual clarity call with me. And in that 30 minutes, complimentary, we will get clear on what is it you want in your life right now? And do we want to work together? If that's of interest to you, go to josephwarren.net. That's josephwarren.net. And let's see if we want to work together. All right, Brian, you've been an awesome guest. I like you, brother. <laughs> I like you a lot, man. I like what you're doing. Keep it up. And I wish you God's love, God's peace, and God's joy in your life, my friend. Thank you, sir. Same right back at you. Appreciate you letting me be on your show. 
Startup Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your business without building faith in your business. If you want to have that conversation on the faith side of things, go check out my other podcast called Broken Catholic. On that show, I interview all different guests about why the world isn't working right now. Plus, I tackle unspeakable topics that you may secretly struggle with, but won't admit. We got to get your faith right to get your business right. Go to BrokenCatholic.com. I'm Joseph Warren, and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day, and I'll see you right back here next week.